0: Small Business Sessions with Enterprise Nation. I'm your host, Emily Chiswell. This is just one of the ways that we showcase our brilliant members. Perfect excuse, hopefully, for you as well to sit down, have a bit of time out, take five or nearly ten and just, you know, get inspired maybe or maybe encouraged or maybe just simply stop what you're doing. Always a great thing to have an excuse to do that. This week, the coffee fiend who founded a healthy herbal tea company. Enterprise Nation member Esther Thompson came to one of our first ever Startup Saturday events, actually, way back when, which is a monthly one-day business training course. We've been running it for about five years or so now. She is the founder of Tea Huggers, whose sole purpose is to give you what their name suggests, really. Right, Esther, if I met you in a pub, if I met you out and about, how do you
1: describe what it is that you do? So, Tea Huggers is a premium range of healthy teas. So, I've developed a range that... Essentially, help people feel fantastic. Amazing. yeah
0: Where's my car? Yeah. I need it. So, if I was to see tea hugger stuff in the shops or I come onto your website, what sort of flavours and things can I
1: expect? So, we have got a range of 10 now, and we're bringing out three more in September, which is really exciting. They are all blended for different moments of the day. So, I've got like an energising one in the morning, a fruity one for your immune system if that needs a bit of a boost. I've got green teas and what I try to do is I've tried to mix up the flavours so I've used different ingredients and I've really scoured cocktail lists actually for inspiration amazing so chamomile tea offer our chill out blend our base is chamomile tea but we've got strawberry pieces and then basil that work really well together and then we put pineapple pieces and then we've got a skinny fit blend which is base of oolong but we've put some chilli in there which gives a real amazing kick at the end Yeah. Oh, so we just try and mix it up and create fresh and amazing tasting teas oh
0: they sound awesome <laughs> delish so give us a bit of a backstory about your background
1: how do you become like a tea inventor how do you get to, to doing that It's just all about passion, really. So the really kind of short story is that I left university and moved down to London. And ironically, I was a bit of a coffee fiend. So um, Traitor. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So I worked in a political lobbying agency and worked really long hours and then, you know, had a very active social life and coffee was my crutch. And so after six months of drinking copious amounts of coffee I actually had four bouts of tonsillitis on the trot oh god yeah which was pretty rough really unfun um and so but it was just a massive wake up call for me that my health uh, well my immune system wasn't working basically and so I went to see some doctors who said that I needed to kind of change my diet, change my lifestyle and one of the suggestions that someone made was I could switch out coffee for herbal tea, especially herbal tea without caffeine in it because if I slept properly at night then my body would recover so I did that, and I haven't had, had tonsillitis since.
0: Amazing! But how was that at that point? You must have been like, "Sorry, what? No uh, coffee? Yeah, if you're yeah, drinking yeah. that much of it—that must have been quite a change in your lifestyle." Yeah, it
1: was, and I remember it was really rough. But then also, after being so ill for so long, I was like, "I will do anything to improve my health," and then I literally started being a herbal tea fan and just absolutely loved it and then traveled the world independently by myself and then also with work and I just absolutely loved tea from around the world like in Australia that tea's a massive thing in France it's such a huge part of the day and who they are and increasingly I just kept on coming back to Britain and thinking I was a bit deflated with the tea offering so I kept on talking about it and then 10 years later I thought Time to stop talking and start doing it. Was
0: there a point at which that was like actually solidified then? Was there a moment where what sort of made that be the time that you decided to give it a bash?
1: I'd written a business plan I think eight years after first discovering herbal tea but then never really had the confidence to give it a go and then I I kept on seeing how the tea industry was developing there was more premium ranges but there wasn't the tea that I wanted in the shops and I thought well it can't just be me there must be other people who want really high quality high tasting tea blended for the benefits that offer you so I yeah just decided after 10 years I think actually it was my friends who decided for me and (laughs) they're like you can't say it anymore please 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 stop talking about (laughs) it please just do something about it Um, and it's just one of those moments I just thought what's the worst that can happen I'm absolutely passionate about it I've got loads of experience I'm going to try and try and do it and also at that time um starting a business It was just a really exciting time, like Startup Saturday had started, Enterprise Nation was just getting going, and there was just loads of energy, enthusiasm around starting up a business, so it seemed like a good time. And
0: no need more excuses, it's like, yeah, yeah. right, now I've got to do it. Yeah, yeah. Um, So then take us from there, give us a little potted timeline, how Tea Huggers has grown from that point to now what it is now. Give us a little, yeah, short history of...
1: So I did a year of planning, really. So I did um, loads of research in terms of where the trends were going, what people were looking for. And then I had to find, obviously, the tea. And I created seven initial blends, but then I got a master tea blender one of the best in the country to help finesse them and then found branding experts and packaging experts to help create it so that in addition to do all the sort of financial side of it that basically took a year because i needed to be sure that i was getting it right and then after i kind of had all the kind of foundations in place then I did loads of focus groups and it sounds a bit random but one of the best pieces of advice someone gave to me he ran her own business he said whatever you do don't ask any of your friends and your family for advice because all they'll do is flatter you and say yes so just you have to get randoms to give you advice. So my um, husband was very disappointed. Like your cast aside. Yeah. (laughs) And I literally put posts on like local groups of where I was living in London saying anyone love tea come round to my house for a free tea party and people would just come round and I would serve them tea the teas and they would give me their opinion on it but it was awesome I mean how it's like that... sorry I really want to watch the football tonight can yeah. I just no
0: sorry I'm having a tea party yeah, yeah yeah
1: <laughs> who's coming I've no idea who they are but they absolutely love tea desperate measures yeah. it shows you I guess It's you needed that feedback and... yeah and I think also people love that community side of you know wanting to help out and there was something really old school about it just going to someone's house and but yeah the, the feedback that I got in terms of what people liked what they were looking for the branding what worked the price point it was absolutely critical for my business it was really good amazing it paid off yeah yeah yeah,
0: yeah. yeah yeah what do you think have been the biggest challenges Esther running Tea huggers. What
1: have you found the most challenging thing? The biggest challenge has been getting traction. It's a, a really competitive space. You go into any shop, supermarket, and, you know, tea's not a new thing. It's been around for thousands of years, and so the tea aisles are already pretty stuffed. And I've got a new take on tea, but it's really hard to convince people to... Try a new brand that didn't have any, you know, traction or or followers. So I really started local. So I went to local shops around London, who took me on um, and built it up. And then quite quickly, I went to a, a trade show and um, from there I was picked up by Selfridges and a couple of other bigger uh, retailers and then from there then I've just been grown steadily but it's just getting started and proving that what you've got there's a demand for is really hard especially when it's from scratch that's yeah, the biggest challenge isn't yeah, it for startups
0: yeah. or small businesses it's like how yeah the age-old thing how you get people to know about you yeah
1: yeah and um you know, the thing that constantly kept me going is all the feedback. That's the thing that I love the most about in my job. That I get emails all the time, and tweets, and you know, messages on Instagram saying, oh my God, I absolutely love you, T. And you cannot underestimate how that makes you feel when you've created that and that you're helping people and people absolutely passionate about it. And it's that passion that drives you forward. And you think, well, it's not just me. I've proved that you know I've started off selling thousands of boxes and then you know when you've done that then you can say well go to other shops and it's just growth from there but it's your passion and other people's passion for your products that really drives businesses forward oh I
0: bet it's just so encouraging yeah yeah. Like, yay. yeah 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 <laughs> well done yeah yeah, yeah. It's good um what about advice what advice would have been handy when you started off is there
1: something that would have been really good to know um, to be honest, I I got really involved in Enterprise Nation quite quickly because I hadn't run a business before and wanted to be with like-minded people. And so it was quite quick in terms of sort of covering off all the sort of different sides of the business you need to cover. Um, so I think the, there isn't anything that... I had missed or would would have wanted to know. The main thing that I would always tell people who are starting a business is find community. So if it's not enterprise nation or your local find find people who are also running a business and stick with them because it's a really, really hard But amazing journey and you'll have incredible times where you're learning so much and then you if things are working really well it's brilliant to share it from other people to say well this is you know working brilliantly for a tea business well if you're doing biscuits or you know something else this might work for you too and then conversely people will share their experience with you so it's just my main advice is find a community
0: yeah it's great and it's so it, it's great for us to hear you're talking a lot there about Enterprise nation I yeah. often ask how Enterprise nation has helped grow yeah. your business yeah. do you have any other bits and pieces that you found specifically really helpful in in you know the development of t huggers
1: yeah um, I went to quite a lot of digital events by Enterprise nation which were run by Microsoft which were, which were really good um, so I started off selling I had a website And I started off selling to shops predominantly. That was my main bread and butter. But then as the business expanded, then the digital side really expanded as well. And now a third of my sales are from my own website, which is amazing. And it just goes to show the power of social media and marketing. And those sales can help grow my retail side as well because they're both... Expanding my brand and also bringing in a, a really good commercial income for me. Yeah,
0: you can see them feeding into each yeah, other. Yeah, it's yeah, great. Um, we always ask a bit of a random question at the end. So at the moment, we're asking if you had, don't worry, it's not that scary. <laughs> like, please don't scare me that much. Um, if you had one superpower, that would help you grow your business or would have helped you grow your business at a stage that's happened what superpower would it be
1: okay well a random question gets a random answer
0: good on you lady (laughs) (laughs) clears her own game so
1: i think my superpower would be i would be twice as tall as i am Because as a small business, you have to think big and act big. And the more I do that, the more I dream big, the quicker my business expands. So if I was twice as tall, I'd hopefully be twice as big.
0: How good is that as an answer? I just love the different things that people come up with for these. Just the best answer ever. Brilliant. So glad we decided to ask this question. Thanks so much for joining us. Really hope you enjoyed your dip into the small business sessions with Esther. If you run a brilliant small business, by the way, and you want to feature on one of these, head to our website, enterprisenation.com. You can find out more about us and how you get on one of them. In membership with us, there's loads of different bits and pieces that you can benefit from. Business advice brilliant events and meetups discounts ebooks and chatting to us on our podcast to name but a few enterprise and don't forget by the way you can subscribe to us on itunes too if you like these want a bit more inspiration in your pocket find us on itunes the small business sessions and you can subscribe to us on there next week the founders of england's oldest family jewelers that's who we're chatting to so look forward to seeing you then